You're listening to Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Cosmic. Uh, Don't let anybody say that there isn't fate involved in your lives, people, because this kind of stuff can happen to you also. Life is full of all kinds of changes and amazing coincidences that lead to prosperous uh, fates. How's that? You wanted the best and you got it! The hottest band in the land! That's right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, and you got it. I am Matt Porter, and we are live in the Kiss Room. It's the first live broadcast of 2016. I'll be joined in the studio by a bunch of great people. We'll be talking Kiss, cranking some tunes, and having all of the fun that you expect right here in the Kiss Room. And because January 20th is Paul Stanley's birthday, this will be our Paul Stanley birthday bash. I want to send a shout-out to Candy Burton. She posted the question on the Kiss Room Facebook group saying, What is your favorite Paul Stanley song? The one with the most votes will be starting the show with a bang. You're here in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet.
Let's send a birthday shout-out to Bob Kulik from The Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Army. It's Friday. It's about nine minutes after three. You're on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. I see the Facebook page blowing up. We got people tuned in all over the planet. And, of course, we have people here in the Kiss Room in the studio with us right now. You can hear me open up all the mics. It gets really nice and rumbly right there. Chris, how are you? Hey, Happy New Year, people. I feel like it's been a long time since I've been here. Now, Barb posted, can you wake me up on a Friday? And I think that just did it. It's it's hot. All right. Chris, the star child, nice to see you. Alex Richter, pull that mic down closer to you. No cursing. Nice to see you, buddy. Right. I tell Alex no cursing. He says, I don't know about that. Nice oh, to see you, Howie. Of course, a lot of you know him from Hard and Fast Magazine. He's met every rock star. He told us a million stories while we weren't even on the air. It's always fun here. Thanks for coming up. Those, those are the ones not for public consumption. <laughs> Byron Salzano, welcome to the Kiss Room. First time here in the Kiss Room. Thanks, Matt. Good nice to be to here. See you. And Ron Albanese, how are you, pal? Hey, what's up, Matt? What's up, everybody? We've got a packed house. We've got a bunch of Pythons in here. On the phone. Do we still have them on the phone? Are you there, Ken Mills? I am here. Look at that. Perfect. From parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. See, that's, you know, Byron came in with his ECW hat on, so that's, you know, we got a wrestling theme. Parts Unknown could be a tag team right there. So what's happening, pal? Very good. Well, nothing too much. I just wanted to wish everybody a happy new year and, uh, you know, happy birthday, Paul Stanley, right? Yeah. That's for everybody that's listening. Of course, this is our unofficial Paul Stanley birthday bash because in the room, obviously, Chris is a Paul. And happy birthday to me. So it's his birthday the same day. Same day. Ron is a Paul. Right? Yes. So everybody's appalled today. Oh, get it. And then, of course, well, calling in on 3.30. my middle name, we'll, so, you know, you know, I'll take it. 3.30 will be <laughs> Ian from uh, Destroyer Canada. He's going to call in. Everybody's got their good at, Paul at Stanley point, stories. At this point, we all have numbers. All the, all the Star Paul Childs. number one. I'm Star two, Child 120. <laughs> that's my number. Funny. And it's, see, that's my birthday. It was just it, January 5th. I'm a Capricorn. I don't know who the can. I'm a Capricorn. She's a cancer. So it's Friday. <laughs> Happy birthday to Matt. And Anthony. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's off to yeah. a good start. So now really as we go right around, um, one thing I want to talk about, obviously when we welcome people in here for the first time, Byron, tell us how did you discover KISS? Let's get ourselves warmed up. The first show here of 2016. Tell us, how did you find KISS? It was a moonlit night. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually it was uh, 1977, and uh, just turned four years old. My cousin Michael had come home, and I was – pedaling a bike down uh, one of the side streets where my grandmother lived. So long story short, he holds up this thing, and I'm like, I said, what is that? And it turned out to be the Love Gun record. So I pedal back to the house, and I go upstairs, and he's like, sit down, shut up. And he put, <laughs> drops the needle on I Stole Your Love, and that was it. I was done. Woo! So That's fantastic. But there is a, there is a long history with me and these guys, definitely, for well, sure. Well, we're going to talk all so, about that today here in the Kiss Room, obviously. And Ron, how did you get into Kiss? Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, when I saw when I first saw Blackie Lawless, no, no, you meant Kiss, not Wasp, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, you know what? My mom did the uh, 308 tracks for a penny deal, and uh, I was going through the box, I'll never forget it, summer 77, and out came Rock and Roll Over, and uh, the rest is, oh, God, I gotta say, say it. Kiss to Nice. I'm done. I got it done for the whole show. Columbia Records. Yeah, thanks, Mom. <laughs> So, Ken, we're here live for the first time here in 2016. What's going on in podcast world, in your world? What's happening? Well, I'll tell you what's going on in my world is 
I, I did something silly the other day. Now, you know I'm a big guy, and I have the goatee, right? Right. <laughs> well, uh, my, my uh, mustache was getting a little weird, so I kind of trimmed it up a little bit. One thing leads to another, gets a little bit uneven, and I realized I've taken it down to almost nothing. My wife looked at me, and she says, Are you trying to look like Matt Porter? <laughs> you got a bowling Woo! shirt? <laughs> my uh, stepson comes into the room and says, you look like you're trying to be Matt Porter. <laughs> so from now on, a goatee without the mustache is forever named the Matt Porter or the Porter. <laughs> I love it. I love it. See, in his, if you can see in the studio, everybody's scratching their chins. It's, uh, you know, hey, look, <laughs> we're all powerful and attractive men. <laughs> but it's... But it's not many guys that get an entire, uh, you know, a uh, facial haircut or whatever you want to call it, some some sort of grooming thing named after them. So you are indeed a powerful and attractive <laughs> well, man you know, to pull that off, Matt Porter. <laughs> Lemmy's going to have a bottle of whiskey oh, no. and mask out the facial hair. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's Yeah, the, I got... basically look like Roseanne Barr with whiskers right now, <laughs> so it's not good. <laughs> you know. So let when me ask you a question. Guy, you count on that goatee. Well, I was yeah. going to say, let me ask you a question right off the bat. One of the things I want to talk about with everybody in here, one of the first things of the year was the announcement of the cruise, right? Oh. What do you think? Is anybody yeah. in Number the six. room, oh. anybody in here going on the cruise? I didn't think there was going to be a cruise. So now I'm a little caught off guard. <clears throat> you know, so you guys I thought, I thought oh, my God, I missed the fifth one. It's going to be it. And now it looks yeah. like number six and probably going to shoot for ten, I would imagine. Why would you stop at six? Yeah? So the question everybody wants to know, Creatures of the Night theme. Do you think, blowing my mind. And do you think, not, not in good ways either. Do you think Tommy and Eric will wear the fox and, uh, and Egyptian warrior man? And we got Vinnie Vincent's number one at fan. At this point. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? I have no idea. I just <laughs> heard about the cruise now. So you, this is the first you've heard of the cruise? No, no. I saw a picture of someone <laughs> posing to be Vinny. Well, see, that's, you know, it's funny because that was the first question. Are we saying, are they going to put Vinny's makeup on Tommy Thayer? What do you think? Th thoughts plus, minus? We talked about this a little bit. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Podcast Rock City. Joe Polo and Jody have not had me on their yeah. show. Andrew Kiss was busy that night, so I got to fill his powerful and important spot on the show and, and voice my opinion there. But, uh, you know, it's been a week of people talking about it, people really saying what they think. Some people are all up in arms. Some people say, hey, look, my view, it's a party. If I was on the cruise, I just want to hear those songs. I think people are getting a little carried away. I think, right. you know, what they're trying to do, I think it's just going to be basically the creature's set. Whatever the creature yeah. set list was, right? Without the makeup, they might have maybe a, a, a backdrop of the tank. Maybe they'll make a, a, a mini tank for the stage, but I don't think they're going to change the the characters. I, you know, Paul's not going to come out in the cutoff. I, I mean, he might, you know, but maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Just going to ask that. <laughs> I think you're going to get some window oh, dressing. Are you going to have? Are you going to have Paul yeah. and Gene in their creatures, and then just have like Ace and Ace, uh, Tommy and um? I'm already confused now with Kiss. I don't even know who's in the band anymore. But you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they going to have like Paul and Gene looking creatures, and the other two the other way? Is what I'm saying. See, that's my well, thought right away. Was the wild card would be, uh, you know, Tommy could wear that elder type outfit mm -hmm. and still, you know, fit in that sense. Well, that's true. Yeah. See, that's but what I thought. Yeah, the costumes are so simple. Tour. 
You know what I mean? The costumes yeah. are, are pretty simple. Well, yeah, so the big mystery is what does the drummer look like? How are they going right. to take that yeah. drum count right. on that? Uh, right. Here's my thoughts. I think they're going to do the tour, you know, the, the, the bottom part of the tank. And I think that when they said tour, that's going to take out the Ace Frilly elder outfit. So they're going to have to go that way if they're going to do this. Um, as far as the tour itself, you know, I mean, the set list is pretty much what they've been playing. So with a couple of, you know, are they going to well, go obscure and do rock and roll hell or keep me coming because no, they dude, did that? You got two major gene set list fillers there. You have War Machine and right. I Love It Loud. Done. That's in the set. Paul creatures. loves to murder right. uh, sing Creatures of the Night oh. itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's going in. I'm that's glad, I'm, plus, plus, I'm I glad somebody you. said that. I still love using the set list. Too, I still love you. There's be... another one. All right, so think about it. I think you're going to get an approximation of the Creatures tour. Uh, you're going to get something of a tank, you know. You're going to get uh, a little more aggression, and you might get the flash dance shirt. Well, why don't you might they get just, all of that, you know? Why don't yeah. they just but go out on a battleship or an aircraft I, carrier? I, right, I, love, I love Creatures set. of the Night. I love yeah, I, I love. Yeah, me it. I mean, m- many people love the album. Many, you know, many, many people love the era. But when you listen to some of the old interviews, and, like, Paul reflected back, and he's like, you know... He was like talking about how depressed he was at that time. How like yeah. you know yeah. they went from being on top of the world to he would throw a guitar pick and it would like land on the floor because no one was in the audience. So why would you want to <laughs> even like kind of go back there unless it's just for the fans? I mean, I don't, I can't see it bringing Paul many pleasurable memories. You know, well, so Good, too. If bad, you, if you, oh yeah, oh yeah. Let me go back to the tour where I was with Vinnie Vincent every night. The, the, the guy I couldn't wait to get rid of. You know, or the yeah, fact that you lost Donna Dixon to Dan. Let's Ackroyd's revisit the really most depressing bad. time ever yeah, in our I mean, professional and personal history. I mean, Keith LaRue's a great guy, <laughs> and I know Keith LaRue loves uh, Creatures of the Night. Maybe you know uh, it was kind of like let's do it for Keith, you know, because Keith loves Creatures of the Night. But I don't know. Yeah, it's such a wacky left field idea. It yeah. really is, and I think though it's already succeeded in getting people talking. Yeah, right. They should have yeah, done Destroyer absolutely. or Rock and Roll, or maybe like Love Gun or something. See, I'm yeah. thinking 40th anniversary of Rock and Roll Over. That would have been where I went. Yeah. And plus, I love that album. And, dis- yeah. and Destroyer. Yeah. And 40th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Destroyer was is. Yeah, that's. True. I thought that was going to be the next logical step. You know, they they yeah. attributed the life. Yeah. Go to destroy. Should have done the life too. You know, and just did that record. Hey, you live too, though. If they're going to if they're going to do that five. stage, though. You yeah, know? but they wouldn't do any. Even if not the stage, you know, they, they, at least they could have done you know tomorrow and tonight or you know something like that that hasn't ever been done. They should you still play get your, you still get your deep cuts that the fans one want. One of the lives, and then have it on tape. Like a kind of reversal, <laughs> rather than play the new album. So then live. call it on tape instead of alive. Yeah, they could put some cardboard stand-ups. I mean, Vinny wasn't even on that one cover. He was a cardboard stand-up, and they put his head in at the end. How are they going to get a tank on that ship? <laughs> well, it's on a ship. Should they have a torpedo? I don't know. Torpedo <laughs> <laughs> girl. There you go. If they do torpedo <laughs> girl, there you go. Well, I'm I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised with 2016 coming up that they're not going to do the spirit of 76. Right. Kind right, of like, yeah. you know, right, yeah, the anniversary right. of that even. Good dog. But as, as, as well, far the as dressing bands. them up as Vinny or whatever, I think that would just be fantastic because it would just drive people completely bonkers <laughs> in a whole different way. And I would love that. I would love it. Then you got to worry about the lawsuits just, later. Just, yeah, exactly. Well, that's you know, make knows. Us. I mean, yeah, I mean, where would where's Vinny? That's his number one fan. Where is he? I mean, that's you know, I'm looking right at Alex. Alex was oh, you know, fan. That's time. the big surprise. They're gonna pull Vinny out. Last of, summer of, of when nowhere. I talked to um, I talked to Mark Slaughter, and he said, I said, hey, where are you? 
where are you at with this? Then he buried a dog in his yard or something. He goes, we don't know a whole story. He said, but to be honest with you, I haven't seen him since the last day of the last Vinnie Vincent tour. He wow. packed his stuff, and I have not heard from him since. Hmm. And, of course, they wow. go back to the same thing. He's his own worst enemy. Yeah, you got to hope the Vinnie Vincent story doesn't get any worse than it's apparently or allegedly been so far. You never want to hear about that guy, okay. you know, meeting some horrible fate or something. He was so talented. and uh, I was a big fan of the Creatures lineup, no you know. They're alive. Yeah. 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 There we go. So that's boom. That's so, uh, if any therapists or psychologists are listening, would like to give their take, please call us at one eight hundred. Yeah, mine fired, man. I got a new one. Uh, 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 so but, anyway, but Matt. More importantly, where is Mistress Candy today? That's what I think I'm Candy's in uh, Niagara Falls listening live. We want to thank her for she, posting that question. Uh, which song did you want to hear? Love Gun, obviously, is how we kicked off the show. Candy, thanks a million for posting that. Let's we had, put uh, some more photos up too. <laughs> funny stuff. So that was. So yeah, I think she's listening live. We got people tuned in all around the planet. We'll go through some of that too. So, so obviously, Ken, what else is on your mind? Well, nothing too much. I just really wanted to, you know, call in while I could because I'm going to have to uh, take off. Uh, my, my job, believe it or not, is a graphic artist, so guess what I'm doing right now? That's right. I'm still designing Christmas cards. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird to be in the season when everybody's already out, you know what I Kiss mean? Christmas cards? Uh, Did you say? <laughs> no, Christmas cards, but, uh, yeah, Christmas cards work. Yeah, that that, that would be like fun. For Peter Chris. But, uh, oh. no, I... <laughs> Just uh, just wanted to call in, say hello, and wish everybody a great time, and uh, you know, just uh, let 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 everyone know about the Matt Porter. You know, the uh, love that the next holiday season. Face, how but. come how come somebody doesn't come up with Christmas cards? I mean, you should go in the store, uh, Spencer's, whoever's covering Kiss lately, and uh, buy your own Christmas cards for people. <laughs> Why not? I'm surprised they haven't thought it of that. It makes yet. sense to me. For an extra even two dollars, a guitar pick will there be you included. Go. Hey, cool. that's actually a good idea. It covers all, all religions. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> See, that's what I was like. Christmas is non-denominational. You can just say Merry Christmas, and you know either people are with it or not. <laughs> I actually have a, a Christmas card. The Christmas album should be coming out soon. It's actually no. pretty cool looking. <laughs> what is it? I said I actually had a uh, Christmas card that my friend made. It was a Merry Christmas card. I had a picture from 76 with, uh, with Gene with his hands out like this. and It was really cool looking. Nice. You know. All right, well, Ken, we're going to cut you loose here. I have Ian from uh, Destroyer right, Canada going to be calling in. So we're going to take a quick break here. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music yep. and minds meet. Meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. Meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. With Matt Porter and the podcast crew. That's right. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. Thanks, Fran, for writing that. We love that. Alex is cracking up. The uh, So, yeah, so that's good stuff. So, obviously, we were talking about that. And, obviously, KISS is starting to announce dates for the new year. There's stuff coming up for that. And, you know, uh, kind of sparse throughout the country right now. But, obviously, uh, a lot of people are starting to talk about trying to get to that kind of thing. Um, really, we're going we're gonna to wait for Ian to call in. And he's going to talk about that. One thing I want to mention right off the bat is... Uh, the other month, last month, we had our demos project, and we played a bunch of really cool demos here in the Kiss Room that people had written. If you go to thekissroom.com, my idea was write some songs that would sound like something Kiss could do. 
So I'm going to do it again. So if you go to thekissroom.com, there's a, there's a page called Demos. Just click on that, and it will have all the info for you. You can also download the, uh, the ones that were on there. I know Mark from the, uh, the Kiss Fact podcast, he's listening, and he had one of the songs that was on there. The uh, Ian, who's going to call in, he had one of the songs. I'm looking at a room full of musicians wondering who among you is going to write some demos for it. I, I wanted to, but I got derailed, uh, so uh, we'll see. Oh, we'll see that's you're going to work on that. You, so how about you guys want to write some original music? I'm a drummer, so we don't count as musicians, apparently. Uh, so. <laughs> well, see, you can form a super group, right? You, and Alex <laughs> is going to play the tambourine. <laughs> so right now, if you go to thekissroom.com, you can get all the uh, info on that. Obviously, I'm really trying to get... It's just fun, and I think if we have between... How about if we say between now and we'll play them on our March show, which, which because I work at a school, that'll be the spring break episode, which is always a plus... It'll be fun. Obviously, it'll be starting to get warmer. We'll have some great fun with that. And uh, so maybe everybody start thinking about that. If you're a musician and you think that you could write a song that would be something that Kiss would have done, go to thekissroom.com and get all that info. Now, you're cracking up. What are you thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to snow till July with oh. the wild winter we had. <laughs> Well, that'll give everybody will have plenty of time to be snowed into their house and write their songs, okay? Now, obviously, if you listen when we played them all back, the people that sent me the songs last month, they set the bar very high. The songs were fantastic, and I really appreciate everybody who sent them I just wrote in. one. You ready? Okay, ready? Go. Matt, I hear you calling. <laughs> oh. You know what? It's funny. Now, here's that's another funny thing. How many of you have seen the commercial with Beth? For yeah. the, that's pretty great. You know, some people are like, oh, I can't believe they did that. I think it's great because oh. it's so nostalgic. Oh, it's Queen's so in every other commercial. Out. Right. Come every on. other commercial is a Queen song. I mean, it's a why not kiss, you know? I think it's fantastic, especially because they used it in a way that it's like it, it applies it to your life. You know, I remember hearing that. I was probably, you know, eight years old. And now I'm 48 years old, and it's uh, I'm still trying to be eight years old. But you know, it's, we talk about that all the time. Of course. But the uh, you know, so really, that's a lot of it. Is you know, we talk about the idea of you know trying to uh, find things about Kiss. So that that demo project, like I said, if you go to uh, go to thekissroom.com, get all that info. It's good fun. So what do you think? You're gonna write a song for us? I just wrote a verse in my head just now. Perfect. You know, do you want to give it out or you want I to keep it? I cannot until I have a chorus. So one of the things that we're gonna talk about for sure. Now, one thing is I want to talk about the experience of being Paul Stanley. We got obviously Paul's birthday, and this is our Paul Stanley birthday bash. Ron, you're a freshly minted Paul Stanley, right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. So talk about that. How did you get into being Paul Stanley? Well, I dug deep in my personality, and I... Oh, no, that was Eric. No, sorry. I, uh, you know what? Um, it's funny, you know, with my, with my kitty rock and roll thing, uh, the polka dot thing, uh, it's funny. People that are into Kiss are like, oh, you're being Paul Stanley. And I'm so influenced by Paul um, that when it happened... Uh, then I really got into it, and I had to like totally, uh, and I'm sure you could speak to this, Chris, but I had to really uh, train up for it. And, you know, learning alive, luckily I knew the whole thing from doing a, a Kiss tribute earlier in the 90s uh, with Byron, and um, I, that's Gene calling now with a copyright. In, uh, He's calling with a cease and desist. This is Marco Radio. <laughs> You're on there live. has done it. I will, he too. He doesn't call. He faxes. Hey, man, it's Ian Fornan. How are you? Ian, how are you? You're live in the Kiss room. We're going around the room, and since we got you live all the way from Canada. You're the Paul Stanley in Destroyer, correct? You are correct with that, sir. 
And one thing I just mentioned was we, we I said I'm going to play, uh, I want to have people send more demos for another thing of that. I really appreciate you sent me a really great track that we played last month, so thanks a million All for right. that. I appreciate you playing it, absolutely. I'm glad cool. you like it. You know, we got so much good feedback from people. The the Everybody out there, I really appreciate that you tune in, that you download it. Um, I really want to thank Kiss Asylum because they posted the link, and man, did we get a ton of hits from Kiss Asylum, so thanks a million to them. But, uh, but yeah, stuff. thanks for sending that in. I mean, I really appreciate it. And then, obviously, um, you're in Kiss De- De- Destroyer Canada, and that's, that's where we're kind of going around the room. And I got two Paul Stanleys in here already. You're a Paul Stanley. Talk about the experience of being Paul Stanley in a Kiss tribute band. You know what, man? Uh, funny you should ask, actually, because I imagine the other two lads would probably tell you the same thing. But for me, I have to say it probably is exactly the same experience as you might have being in Kiss. I think that KISS fans are one of a kind, and, you know, I play all over Canada, and to be honest with you, it doesn't matter if I'm on the East Coast or the West Coast or whatever, when people talk to anybody in our band, they think they're talking to KISS. They don't realize that they're even talking to a cover band. (laughs) So it's really something, man. (laughs) See, that's fantastic. Now, how long have you been in, in Destroyer or doing the KISS tribute gig? I've been doing it. I'm in my third year. Wow. Yeah, I've done a lot of tributes before this. I've done Van Halen, I've done Nickelback, I've done Scorpions and stuff like that. I had always wanted to do Kiss, actually. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, I remember, you know, being a young lad, um, I remember opening up uh, the, the, in, the uh, you know, the Alive 2 cover, right? You remember it was a big double album sleeve and whatever, and it had that fantastic friggin' stage show in there. And I remember uh, thinking, oh, my God, it would be just so cool to do that. And I was just getting my teeth on guitar back in those days, too. And, uh, you know, I probably started playing in around, you know, 78 or 79, 80 and around that neck of the woods. And, uh, you know, I just remember thinking, oh, that'd be so much fun. And over the years, you know, uh, I've like, you know, I've done Rock and Roll Night, Detroit Rock City and all these different tunes. Uh, Detroit Rock City is probably one of my favorite songs of all time to this day. Like, I just absolutely love it. You know, it's just got that that kind of power. And uh, you know what? When the spot came up for Destroyer Canada... Uh, they were actually advertising for an Ace Frehley, and I used to I used to dress up as an Ace Frehley, or at least try to, you know, uh, for Halloween and stuff as a kid, and I pretty much sucked at doing the makeup and everything. But uh, anyway, at the end of the day, I got in touch with those guys, and they had filled the spot with Ace Frehley, but uh, Mo, you know, who runs uh, Destroyer, he says, hey, I'm always looking for a good Paul Stanley. And, uh, you know, I sing and play, so uh, I thought, yeah, I'll give that a try. And I went down and tried out after one of my Nickelback gigs one night, and, uh, <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> so, so now, where can people get, where can people get all that info? go from Nickelback to Paul. That's good, though. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, eh? Yeah. You're up in Toronto! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, man. I got, uh, I've got a, uh, I don't know, I'll call it more of a unusual voice i guess i've got a pretty high range and stuff i can hit all the notes that paul hits and stuff like that i've, I've never felt that i sound like him all that much but i do get people that you know here and there say oh i can't believe how much he sounds like paul and stuff but i'm a little more critical you know being a musician so it's hard to say but i like being able to hit the notes at least <laughs> that's fantastic now where can people find out about your band about destroyer yeah www.destroyercanada.com i just threw it up on the kiss room nice Hey, awesome. Ian, uh, let me ask you, you said you were in a VH tribute. I, I did, yeah. I was uh, Sammy Hagar, actually, in a tribute <laughs> called 5150. Yeah, not a bad Wow. That's the, that, I did not expect that answer. Interesting. <laughs> back in the day. So when you think about yeah, that doing was back something... back in the day. But you know what? Actually, that, that kind of developed at the wrong time, right? Because that's when uh, Dave went and joined the band again and whatnot. So 
everything kind of flipped around real quick on that. Well, I was going to say, and I'll put that out to kind of everybody, but when you're doing something so iconic, like whether it's Paul Stanley or whether it's David Lee Roth, you know, there's going to be a certain expectation from the audience that you're going to do certain things. You know, yeah, I agree. And obviously, a lot of the people that are coming, they know every word and every yeah. move, yeah. and and you know, oh, that wasn't the especially lyric. Especially Kiss that he fans, said, right? brother. Exactly. Especially Kiss, Kiss fans. fans. Kiss fans yeah. really know, and they know how many spikes really you do. should have on the left hand yeah. versus the right hand, and everything. So it's uh, so. How do you feel like when you when you're up there doing that? You know, you want to be yourself, but you're you're tackling an icon. You know what? It's uh, that's a rough one, man. I'll tell you. You just work it in. You know, I I watch the videos. I try and move my legs the same way. I try and point the same way. I try and turn my hand the same way. Flick my hair the same way, and all that stuff. And you know, eventually, it just sort of works into your own personality, anyway. And I've been doing Kiss pretty much exclusively for the last three years, anyhow. So, uh, and I mean, we 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 play a lot. You know what I mean? If you've gone to the website, you can see that we play most every weekend and then some, right? So. you know, it just uh, it becomes pretty second nature. We're not a band that rehearses or anything. We just go out and we play live. And it looks like you have uh, pretty much right around the uh, like the Love Gun era costumes. You know, or, or what do you think of uh, like where really where do you draw most of the inspiration for the band? Uh, it's the seventies. So mostly, all the early stuff. And and do you do mostly the stuff that's from the seventies? Yeah, mostly mostly the makeup era stuff, right? We do a bit of newer stuff. We do actually, I heard you talking about Creatures of the Night. We do a couple of tunes like Love It Loud. We do uh, I Still Love You, although we haven't done it in a while. Um, And, you know, some newer stuff like that. We actually, uh, currently we open our sets with Psycho Circus, which I I think is just a fantastic tune. Nice. And uh, and what's really uh, great about it is, you know, the finishing line is, welcome to the show. And I think it's a great, great opener, right? I have a feeling that's probably why they like that, too. Plus the fact that you can kind of repeat that chord while they're coming down on the spider. Now, does the spider you guys use work? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we don't get the spider. <laughs> Our stages usually aren't that big. We get some big ones, but not quite like that. <laughs> so now here's a question for you. Now, I, as I said, I announced that we're going to do the demo project again. Uh, you got another yeah. song you want to send us? I'll send you another song if you want to hear it. Sure. Excellent. Because what I really want people to do is if they go back and listen to the show and hear the stuff that people were creating, you know, your original music was good too. I mean, so how, how do you balance doing your original music versus doing, obviously you're very busy with a kiss tribute. <laughs> I upsetting my family. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's nodding their head as they know exactly what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've got a studio in my basement and uh, when I'm, when I'm not playing, I'm playing. You know, that's basically what it comes down to. You know, my my wife and I, we work uh, sort of different hours and stuff like that. Uh, And she understands that, you know, I want, you know, I've got some songs on the radio and stuff like that, too. So she understands that in order for me to, uh, you know, progress that or whatever, I have to keep on writing and keep on moving forward. Right. So it's uh, not really not really an issue, to be honest with you. I've I've got a very supportive family, to be be frank. I know I'm joking about it, but uh, they support me quite a bit. That's fantastic. Shout out to them. So. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So you got any good one funny story about being Paul Stanley? Uh, Funny story about being Paul Stanley? Well, have you ever, uh, you see the boots that they wear. I I know your other Paul Stanley's there. They'll be wearing the seven-inch platforms and stuff like that. So I'm playing a gig uh, down in Windsor. Oh, actually, it wouldn't even be that long ago. be back in the fall or what have you. And I've been doing this for three years now, so I've learned how to walk in those things pretty decently. To be honest with you, I can do stairs. I can do ramps. I love when people say, how do you, how do you walk in those things? I said, that's the easy part. Try running and jumping. 
<laughs> they're freaking well you, even before i before i was even in the band while well, i was still learning the tunes you know i was actually i was walking around my house and the things making coffee and stuff like that well, just say carefully. To how every show feel, every right? show you can ask the same question they're like how do you how do you walk in things so i either say yeah. you know try running and jumping or i just say very carefully you know i mean you know, <laughs> well, you can answer it, really. but i'm walking into the bar you know we're coming up to showtime and stuff like this we got this absolutely packed bar in winter it's called good time charlie's and uh, anyway, and they love us there, right? We play there uh, probably a couple times a year. It's right, you know, at the Detroit border, of course. And uh, anyway, holy cow, I go walking in there. I got my Iceman in one hand, and I got my, uh, I have a, uh, I guess I'm using a Firebird now. And uh, anyway, I, I go walking in, and I don't even know what happened. I misstepped, and I just fell right on my face right in front of everybody. <laughs> That's got to oh, be my wow. best Paul Stanley story. Yeah, like, oh, my God, but my guitar sort of saved me. So, so I didn't go right down for the count or anything, but so it's the Destroyer Destruction 2016 tour. Yeah, coming up, eh? <laughs> nice, eh? Yeah, coming up. They just played their first gig on the weekend. I actually passed, and now I uh, I've been having a problem with my ankle over the last four years, and uh, I was in surgery actually for it on January 6th. So uh, I'm in bed right now, recovering from it actually. So I'm not going to be playing with the band again until uh, we get February 18th. That'll be my my first date back. So I've got uh, Buddy filling in from a different Kiss tribute, and uh, you know, thank, thanks to him for stepping up, of course. And nice. uh, but I'm looking forward to getting back to doing it for sure. Fantastic. Well, thanks for calling in. Um, hopefully, you you'll send us a, another me. song for our uh, demos project, and everybody up in Canada can go see Destroyer. Good you luck betcha. getting that uh, ankle rehabbed. <laughs> thanks, brother. And uh, you know what? We're going to go to a song now. Now, this is actually a cover of a uh, very popular Kiss song. You all know it, and you can sing along. And we'll talk about it when we come back on the other side. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Wow.
Nice. Okay. <laughs> now that, of thank course, you, was a cover. You, cover by Ron Albanese. We got eight dancers. Come on, the dance floor is open. Uh, there you go. Dancers. I'm still talking. <laughs> You're still talking. I'm talking right now. Okay, so talk <laughs> about that. Now, that was your cover. Talk about that version of the song. Sure. Uh, thanks for playing that. That's awesome, by the way. And you got to explain <laughs> That's crawfish. Really cool. That's the one of yeah, the um, Yeah, I have my kitty rock and roll thing. And uh, obviously... Uh, from the rock realm, it's it's very Kiss, Cheap Trick, and Ramones influenced, and Bubblegum, and, and all stuff like that. And uh, Detroit Rock City is one of the covers we used to do, and we broke it down in rehearsal and learned it and learned the solo. You know, you got to get it right, ba ba ba. And then we hadn't touched it. And then we were at a gig called Crawfish Fest. And this is a big deal out in Sussex, New Jersey. And it's all Creole. And it's all Louisiana. And it's all Little Shrimp. And then all of a sudden, there's us. And in the second set, I said, let's open with Detroit Rock City. And everybody kind of looked at each other and said, you're nuts. And then they said, all right, we'll do it. It was just a wacky kind of event. We just rolled with it. And there's Gene again. And what we did was... uh, we actually had microphones rigged up, and uh, we played it, recorded it, and we said, wow, this is cool enough to kind of put out there. So that was like 100% live. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was, That's it, fantastic. it was just one of those moments, I think, in that lineup of the polka dot thing I have. You know, we were just firing all cylinders, and again, unrehearsed, and everybody just knew a piece of it, and we kind of just, you know, spent a couple minutes on it before we played and then went and did it. So now, obviously, right now, you're the Paul in Alive 75, but I think everybody knows that. Talk a little bit more about the polka dots, too. I mean, where can people find that? I mean, I know you play a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm known as Ron Albanese uh, and alternately Polka Dot. It's just uh, a kitty entertainment, a family entertainment personality. You could find me at ronalbanese.com. I'm on Facebook as Ron Albanese and as Ron Albanese Polka Dot. And uh, I MC events, I do music, I do comedy. Um, just a basic family entertainment personality. Something that kind of almost goes back to the 70s and things I grew up with, like variety shows and stuff. Just good time, good vibes kind of thing. High energy and, uh, you know, won't you come along and have a blast kind of stuff. That's awesome. Well, you know what? What we're going to do is I'm going to play just a snippet so people can get a sense of this. Now, look, everybody who made a New Year's resolution to get in shape or to lose weight, I want you to listen to this and uh, you can jump and jack along. In the kiss room. All right. right! Are you ready for a jumping jack attack? Here we go!
Has everybody warmed up? I know at home you're doing either the Paul Stanley workout or the jumping jack. Matt, you did that four count burpees so well. That was fantastic. <laughs> so now, obviously, I could obviously knowing you, there is that kiss influence. There's a lot in there. Now, if Chris Ann says, "Are you talking about kitties or kitties?" It's not a Peter Chris tribute, man. Yeah. We're talking about little kids. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely uh, for uh, kitties, <laughs> as in children. But if your cats are your kids, then I suppose it's both. <laughs> If, right? if your cat's overweight, you make him do jumping jacks. Yeah. <laughs> do you do That's an a good comment, dude. of I'm just a bill? What's or that? I'm just a track. bill. Three's oh, uh, a magic number? Yeah. Well, they've been done so well that I don't revisit those, but we could for the right money. So now how long have you been doing that? <laughs> I've, been, uh, ent- <laughs> I've been entertained for kids for 16 years. Get that on the air. This is a family show, oh, you guys. Sorry. Now look, <laughs> you gotta go. You got dirty minds it. and clean bodies. Yes, I'll show you how Jeez. to get the body you always wanted and the woman it belongs to. She's Louise. Oh my God. So good question, Chris. And now we've made that clear that it's for kids, not cats. But if you want your cat to do some uh, working out, but that's fantastic. Now, how many? There's you ways know, to keep your cat clean. So is is your show when you do that? Is a lot of covers or is a lot of your original material? Uh, we have a bunch of uh, songs I've written through the years that we do, and, and a lot of songs are set up uh, with, with sign, uh, kind of like comedy skits and bits in between. A lot of songs are interactive. There's certain dances that go along with it, uh, certain little things. So we kind of have originals for that. Uh, and then B, we have kooky covers. You know, we'll do a Kiss song. We've done Cheap Trick, but we also do some surf stuff. Uh, anything that I kind of hear and say, wow, this would be great for the show, if it fits the context, it goes in. And it's a 70s kind of thing. I'd say so, but it's kind of timeless in a sense that it's just, um, you know, energetic, feel-good stuff. So anybody could just jump. You know, they don't have to say, well, I'm not into the 70s. I can't dig this. Or it's just stuff that you don't even have to have that thought process. Right. It's very immediate. Right. Matt, great. sweating to the newies. See, right. We were in here, you know, doing our jumping jacks. I feel better already. Oh Obviously, God. it's nice. So like it's Jack uh, so, you know, the, now the nice thing is, as we get into our second hour, we got a lot more to talk about. Obviously, you have a long history as a KISS fan. Byron did some work on the Eric Carr Unfinished Business CD. We're going to talk about that. We have so many things that we're going to talk about. One thing I'm going to do as we kind of transition into our second hour, some people say, well, they don't want a podcast that's longer than 40 minutes. Cause, uh, but, you know, those of you that can go longer, hey, look, or you flip your tape right now. See, that's, I know a lot of people, you can only fit so much on one side. But so we're going to reset around four o'clock. But what I want to do first, I have a, a spot that I'm going to talk about here. Allison Ballack, he sent me a message and he said that his older brother had passed away on December 16th. And obviously, we never like hearing, you know, that our Kiss Army friends and family have passed away. He's only 49. Um, wow. His brother was Nixon Ballack, also known as Nick 316, because he was also a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. So. <laughs> Al actually asked me if we would do a request for his brother, and obviously, you know, we, we would love to send that as a shout-out. Shout-out to your family, everybody. I'm sure it's a tough time, but hopefully, you know, you can find some friends around you, your KISS family, people that you know. Um, one of the things that I'm always amazed, I think it's the thing that I love the most. I think the KISS music tries to really, it does tie everybody together. It's how we kind of all know each other, and it's fun. And it's, uh, it's a good thing. So, obviously, this is going to go out to Al and his family, and it's in honor of his brother, Nick. And it's a special request here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. I know you're playing a game. 
That's right, Kiss Army. We're into the second hour. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Now, it's funny. Everybody's trying to guess, where was that version of I Love It Loud from? It's actually from one of the Alive 35 when they used to sell you the actual show you were just at. That was the Philadelphia, the uh, the Wachovia Center, October 12, 2009. Anybody out there that was at that show might have recognized that. And you're into the second hour of the Kiss Room. We got our same group of people that we were hanging with earlier, and on the phone right now, we should have Ira Boston. Are you there? You have me. There we go. Live awesome. from Orlando, Florida. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Long distance. How are you doing in the kiss room today? We're on the shout-out list, so it's here's your shout-out. Ira! It's, how you doing? It's good, it's, good to be, it's good to be back after a couple months hiatus of not calling in. <laughs> Well, I know you've been super busy. Um, obviously, there's a bunch of things coming up. One of the things we talked about early in the show was that Kiss announced a couple dates uh, for the new year, and you were at the press conference yes. for the one the, the festival in Florida. Talk about that. I, I I was specially invited to attend the press conference for the Moonstone Orlando Music Festival. That's going to be a festival here in the Orlando area. April 30th and May 1st, two days at Fairgrounds. Kiss will be headlining the 30th at the Friday night. Death Leopard headlining Saturday uh, with about 98 other bands on six stages. Wow. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be huge. I mean, we're talking over 100,000 people. Um I'm, uh, you know, of, of course, a lot of people know me because of my nonprofit that fundraises for the Wounded Warrior Project. We will be set up with a vendor area at that festival fundraising for the Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, and it's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be a, a really huge thing. And I know a lot of people, I know people coming in from Indianapolis and New York to be there. So this is, this is huge. This is big. That'll be a lot of fun. And obviously, you're, when you talk about your organization, if people go to THMF.org, you're raising money for the Wounded Warriors and planning some cool events. You'll be at that event, you know, getting people aware and things like that. Now, the one thing, obviously, we're going to talk about probably every month leading up to it. Talk about your event in August, because I think we're all going to try to be there. If you're not there, I'm coming to pick you up. I'll, uh, I'll swing by and get you. Uh, I'll bring the bus. Nice. The, the, the big bus. Yes, uh, August 6th, um, the Anatomy Night Club in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we're going to run the event. The doors open at 3 and it ends at 10 p.m. The website, thmf.org, click on events. I click on that link that takes you to the Cleveland event, and you can do everything from there. I know people who have already bought tickets. I know people who have already booked their hotel rooms. So this is happening. At first, it was a dream. It has become reality. I'm sponsored. We are taking off with this, and it is going to happen. And in the beginning, I was kind of wondering if I'd ever be able to raise the funds. We have nothing to worry about. It is all going to take place. I suggest you book hotels and buy tickets in advance. Um, to everybody, anybody is going to be able to make it. I, I you know, it, it's going to be huge. We've got Sin City Kiss performing for us out of Las Vegas. Kiss Resurrections coming in from Indianapolis. So that's two great Kiss tribute bands playing that night. 
And the raffle items, when you go to the event page, check out the raffle items page. The raffle items have flown in for over a year now. And uh, if my house is getting back, I might have to rent a van to drive up there instead of driving up in my car. Because I don't know if I can fit all of this stuff in the vehicle that I drive. <laughs> so, and, and we're still taking... We're still taking in raffle items. If anybody wants to donate and get themselves on that donate list, um, contact me and uh, I'll take as many raffle items as I can get. We're all raising money for the Wounded Warrior Project. That's fantastic. So everybody so check that out. Wanna, so what else do you want to chat about there, Matt? You know, it sounds like you're calling me from a submarine. So it's, uh, you know, the, uh, yeah, you know, so. So we're going to play torpedo here. Phone. That's the problem. Yeah, there you go. If you talk it's into it, phone. you have That's to, like, problem. put your mouth close to the phone. <laughs> okay. How's this? There you go. Sounds much better already. The, Am I uh, better now? So, I mean, really, as far as that, like, obviously, all the information is there. People can find you if they go to that show in Florida. They're going to find out you got your buddy there who does the Gene Simmons, the art of Gene Simmons uh you know, uh, yes, my, my, my best friend, Tony Thornock, as the art of Gene. He's an actual Gene Simmons impersonator here locally, booking private parties, birthday parties, and such. And Tony and I attend uh, a lot of fundraising events together. Fantastic. Well, I'll tell you uh, what. Hey, I did want to mention a fundraiser. Okay. Last month, December 11th, we actually held our first one Warrior Project fundraiser here in Florida at the Tom Hill Memorial Foundation. And I sent a check to the Wounded Warrior Project in the amount of $1,089. Wow, fantastic. Nice so that, that worked out well for us. That's awesome. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I mean, these fundraisers, yes, i got to have money to, to hold them. But when we do them, the benefits, uh, the proceeds are right from the... Fundraiser are going to the Wounded Warrior Project. That's why it's uh, established the way it was, and that was my goal and my dream, and it's finally coming together. That is fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going we're gonna to continue to promote the event in August, right up to when it happens. Obviously, everybody in the KISS room on the Facebook group, make sure you stay tuned in there. Ira puts his uh, posts in there, links, everything like that. So it's really good fun. It's really going to be a great time, and as many people as I can get into Cleveland that day for August 6th, let's do it. That venue holds 530 people. I want to sell out. Let's fill it up. That let's sounds fantastic. Some money for our veterans because our government refuses to pay them what they deserve. Well, you know, and in the end, if we just all get together and uh, everybody gets to hang out with their cool KISS friends and we can raise money for Wounded Warriors, it'll be all fun. So that's something to look forward to. Here we are. We're going to go to a break here. Thanks for calling, Ira. You're in the KISS room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Man Battle Station Torpedo. Man Battle Station Torpedo.
there we go. We're thinking about some nice warmer weather. <laughs> Torpedo Girl, that was a lot of fun. Um, thanks to Ira for calling in. Like I said, go to THMF.org. Ira's doing some great things, trying to raise some money and have a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, that's when uh, that event in August, I think that's going to be fun. Now, Chris Ann said, I'm designated to drive the van, but how cool would it be if we get a bunch of people from all this area to show up? It would be a blast because that's when it really comes down to. Everybody has a good time. We all hang out. Speaking of a lot of people, how about if you give some names? A lot of people shared the link. Now, if you're listening and you're clicking like or whatever, but the people that actually hit share, man, I really appreciate that. Chris, give it to us as only you can. If you hit share, we're going to have to shout it out loud. <laughs> and here we go. The people or the wrong share. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> All these good people hit the share button. And we're going to start with Joe Cembelli, Stephen Javorski, Robert Siegel, Greg Johnson up in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, Kiss the Nation, Christopher Hartman, Joe Tambelli. Once again, he got a second one here somehow. How'd you Joe shares that? it all the time. I probably, you know, thanks, Joe. Kenneth Roy, Dottie Jones, a.k.a. Elder Blues. We just spoke to Ira. We got Flores La La Tim. We got Bob McMichael, Dave Robinson, the 60 Minutes With Podcast, Mikhail Burrell. Tony Man, Brian Specht, Jason Bakken, Rockin' with Dockin, yeah. Bob Trottier, Kat Mara, hey, hey, Chris Hartman, Kenneth Roy, Al Chimbalik, David Drew, who shared in the Kiss Army USA, no better place, Shane Hebert, Andrew Kiss, the best last name ever, Eileen Pompey, Candy Burton up in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Marty DiTomaso up in New York City. Thank you for the Christmas card. Thank you, Alex, for my Christmas card, too. And Chris Sinzak from the Decibel Geeks. And Steve Campagna, a powerful, attractive man from Rock and Roll Ola. Ow! There you shafts, people. So look, when I post the link that says listen on such and such a date, if you share it, you know, you might get a shout out. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you tuning in. Some people here, they <laughs> click in. But you might even get two. Some people post all the time. Obviously, we're live again next month. It's February 12th. You know, for when I post that link that says tune in on February 12th, hit the share button. I try and make a note. If I missed your name, hey, I'm sorry. I try oh, and do as best I can. Now, Bob's thinking, oh, there. you got a problem? You're not going to be here February 12th? Well, so we won't have harem. Now, obviously, if you tuned in early today, 1 o'clock, we had a good time with harem. If you go back, you can listen but to, to can the replay. We recorded, the, uh, Well, you we know, hey, look, we'll, we'll talk about that later. I'll just take over the show. We'll have you. Alex as a special guest host that day. It'll be great. Now, switching gears, obviously, we've been talking a lot about Paul Stanley and Paul Stanley tributes and polka dots and all kind of kids and kid fun. But what I want to switch gears into now, um, Byron, talk a little bit about the work you did. A lot of Eric Carr fans listen. Obviously, uh, Eric Tato Rock's car has been on here all the time. But you worked on the unfinished business CD with Eric Carr. Talk about that. Well, basically, uh, originally, to, to like go back a little bit further than that, when I first started doing all the Kiss stuff, also thanks to Ron, too, sitting over here to my right, uh, I started writing with Kiss Asylum. Under my original name, I was born as Byron Fogel and uh, did the Kiss Video Spotlight thing for a couple of years and yada, yada. So through that, I made a lot of Kiss friends and everything like that. So I would go to these New Jersey Kiss conventions, and I had an Eric Carr jacket that was painted from a mutual friend. And um, 
it basically, it was one of the really big jackets that everybody used to point, wanted to take pictures of and everything. So Loretta ended up seeing the jacket, make a long story short. Of course, so, you're talking Loretta Caravello. Loretta Caravello. Loretta Caravello. sister. Yes. And uh, so through, you know, different little things, you know, I'd email the website and she would say that, you know, she was uh, somebody else. And finally, you know, said, okay, I am who I am. And we ended up meeting and became really good friends. So I started working on the trading cards that came out. I also did uh, the biography on Tale of the Fox. I worked on that video with her as well. Worked on Rockology, worked on um, the other two Jack Sawyer's ones, Unauthorized and um, another one too. I can't remember. I did the biographies on that too. So, you know, when uh, Unfinished Business came around, she had a whole bunch of demos going around. She had a tape actually of Eric's audition. And I took it home, threw it in SoundForge, and was like, wow, we got the vocals isolated here. Wow. So that was a huge find, along with Auckland 1980, uh, the soundboard show, which is actually Ace's last show. Amazing show. Huge Mm -hmm. show. And uh, so, you know, we started working on that, and I ended up writing the liner notes for uh, Unfinished Business, and then that's pretty much where we left off. So, you know, obviously anybody, that's when you really know if people have a lot of stuff in their collection. That came out, it was uh, released a couple years ago, yeah. but I mean, it's, it's filled with things. Some of them, you know, by the title, you can tell Unfinished Business. Some of the songs are more complete than others, but it's super interesting, and there's all kind of things on there. I mean, obviously, uh, even him just speaking and just different pieces, it's really, it's pretty incredible. There's much more stuff, too, because, uh, you know, there's other takes from, of Tierra. Other takes of Nasty Boys, uh, Can You Feel It? Um, there's another version of, I think, even Eyes of Love, too, as well. Um, there's other little bits and pieces that are still floating around. I mean, if she wants to do anything with it, that's obviously, you know, her choice to do such. Um, she also had stuff with Bruce. You know, Bruce had had some old tapes lying around. Mitch Weissman from Beatlemania, who also wrote with Gene on Animal sure. Eyes and such. Um, that's where that... The one song uh, was recorded in Gene's closet, actually. Um, trying to think of the, the Troubles Inside You, I think it was called. And then she had some other stuff that was unfinished on Rockology, which uh, some fans went and wrote, you know, the lyrics to right. and finished those songs up. So it's it's really kind of cool. It was a nice bookend to things, you know. And like I said, if she decides to do anything with the other, you know, versions of things, you know, you'll see it probably at some point. It is amazing when these kind of things kind of are discovered. You know, sometimes it's a cassette that's in the bottom of a box and, and somebody just pulls it out. And I really yeah. thought that those, like that CD, and as you mentioned, also Rockology, kind of amazing that they exist. And I know Bruce Kulick, obviously, the Rockology, he was really the one that kind of spearheaded getting a lot of that stuff very finished and available to us, which is amazing. And I think the fact that, you know, obviously, look, you know, in the last couple of weeks, I mean, you talk about rock icons that have passed away, and you think of Lemmy and mm-hmm. Bowie, and, I mean, it's almost unbelievable. And Eric Carr is so young, but yet the fact that these things can come out, we can celebrate it, and it can really, you know, I always say, look, when these celebrities had passed on, they exist the same way to me as they always did, which is via their music. Yeah. And when yeah. we can get new music like that, you know, you think about their families, obviously, are the ones who... They knew him as a real person, and they're going to be sad. And, you know, you look at your cell phone and that number that you used to hit, you know, you know that you're not going to be able to connect anymore. And and I feel that pain when these celebrities pass away. But when they're able to bring out something like that for us, that he really can live on through the music, it's it's always – I really thought that about those finished unfinished CDs 
that we're really finished and able to give to us. It's really as a fan. It really, uh, I think it's important. Even like a, at one point, uh, he was supposed to play on Trouble Walking, I think, and mm-hmm. Gene and Paul kind of squashed it. Right. But they did record a song called Rock Your Mind. It was like breakout number two. And Loretta did try to get in touch with Ace. Ace couldn't find the track. Mm. So that's why it's not on the CD. But, uh, wow. you know, that was an attempt. And also, too, we also need to really kind of mention Adam Mitchell, too. Because without Adam and Bruce together, Rockology really took shape, you know, because they both kind of spearheaded that with Loretta and the family, you know, and it's just, it was just a really cool roller coaster ride. I got a lot of great things and a lot of great memories with Loretta, you know, uh, going to the house and seeing, you know, Eric's Lick It Up shirt and seeing the Animalized jacket, holding the Simmons drums from the Crazy Nights, you know, mm-hmm. set. You know, it was just a lot of really cool things. She even was kind enough to get me backstage, you know, for a show. And I got to, you know, hang out with, with Kiss for the night. You know, I didn't get any pictures out of it, but that was my fault. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You think back, though, even a couple of years ago, not everybody had a high-def photo, you know, yeah. camera in their pocket. Now everybody does. But, you know, I think about a lot of that stuff, shows that we've been to that you have maybe like those three or four shots from because you had a film camera. You know, it's like now, you know. But, yeah, it's different. But, the uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that's obviously when you had that chance to do that, that's really some great work. And, the, and those CDs are fantastic. So, obviously, it's something a lot of people that are listening to the Kiss Room, obviously the most diehard fans, you're probably pretty familiar with that stuff. And I think it's all pretty special stuff. So. The trading cards are probably the thing I'm most proud of, of having done all yeah, the trading cool. cards. You know, the first set, not whatever's out now, the the very first set that was done. Back Which in were really, the they were fantastic, and they had a lot of photos that were, you know, his own personal photos. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, again, the fact that it can be, you know, shared among, you know, the KISS Army, I think is really pretty fantastic. And the fact that people will go to those links to let us be able to see that, I think is fantastic. Yeah. Just, it's like I said, it was just a wonderful experience, you know, and, just working with the family, you know, I mean, the mother, unfortunately, has passed away. Connie passed away. I, I don't know how the father's doing, but, uh, you know, I got to meet, you know, uh, Sissy, her sister, got to meet um, the husband. I'm trying to remember his name, but he was in the uh, the cellarman with Eric back in the day. Got to meet uh, Sarah Jean, the little girl that was in the Tale of the Fox video. She's right. all grown up. Wow. You know, and it was just really cool being close to the family. That's great. You know, so. Now, I'm going to shift gears for a second. Um, obviously, one of the things that uh, that now you got something you want to say. You, As you, a little side note, because of Byron's affiliations and Loretta's general coolness, I just remembered that I wrote the text for what the back of um, oh the back of the uh, tail of the fox. Yeah, 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 I wrote the yes. notes on the back of that. Yes. I forgot all about that. That yes. was awesome. Eric rules. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, now it's funny because you guys obviously you're friends for a long time. Yeah, and one of the things that um, you know we were we wanted to kind of talk about. Talk about the Kiss, the album focus. Now, this is something that was, it was a uh, text that you were writing, but then also something that you well, he did had, live at the at some Kiss Expo. He had the Thought Vault. Thought Vault, right. Yeah. I'm saying the wrong thing. Yeah, the album focus is the almighty Julian Gill, which right, is right. awesome. Hey, Julian. Go. And, uh, you know, I just, I started the Kiss Thought Vault because actually I had written uh, a defense of the Peter Chris solo album from 78. <laughs> and actually... Yeah, had, I needed to be. I, I I needed to defend that record, and I I pitched it to uh, Gene for the Kiss Nation comic that came out in '95. Obviously, the material was not to his liking, uh, so we had a a piece of writing that we had to put somewhere else. I got in touch with uh, 
uh, Chris from Kiss Asylum at the time and said, dude, I have this, this thing. If, you, if you'd like to run it, uh, by all means. Then I just had to figure out how to get it off of a word processor. I had written <laughs> it on a Game Boy screen type of word processor. And uh, so I did that. And then I started writing more than one. It was a lot of fun. You know, I, I, I think um, we have all this Kiss stuff floating through our heads. We sit around and talk about Kiss, this album, that album, that tour, so on. And I wanted to put it in writing. Uh, to reach out in the early internet era and right. see uh, and speak to like-minded fans. So now, obviously, there's where can people find it? I know I did a Google search for Kiss it because I remember, but it's all on Kiss Asylum, right? And it's still all there. Now you're talking; you had to get it off your word processor. What year is that? You know, it was uh, a word processor. Somebody had just laying around an attic, and I just started typing on it. I've always been into older technology and stuff. Little did I know I'd actually have to get that data off there somehow. I don't even remember how I did it. I think I ended up rewriting the thing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, But, uh, yeah, you can find it on Asylum. I believe uh, all or most of uh, the articles are there. And then, of course, there's the good old Wayback Machine. Nice. Now, talk about this, though. You guys did that live a couple times at the New Jersey Kiss Expos. Talk about doing that. Yeah, I had an idea. Uh, I I did a few things through the years at the uh, the Kiss Expos with Richie Rano, who mm-hmm. ran them, of course. And uh, I had interviewed, emceed, uh, you know, some of the guests, uh, the Kiss wrestler guy, Dale, uh, Eric Singer, um, Bruce, when he was there. So I'd kind of function as an MC and uh, somebody just to structure the conversations a little bit. And then I was talking to Richie on the phone one night, and I said, hey, dude, what about a live Kiss panel type of thing? I saw it at Beatles Fest. Yeah. Beatles Fest was doing something like that, right? And uh, I'm like, this needs to come to the KISS community. We need to talk about all these things that we drive our wives and girlfriends nuts with. (laughs) And, uh, you know, let's get together and just dive into this. It's so much fun. So we put together the first one, and um, it was great. Uh, We had Eddie Trunk at that one. We had uh, myself and uh, my friend Ken Gullick, our friend Ken, um, who has most recently been involved with Ace Freely. Uh, And we also had... My friend, uh, our friend, Tony, A.J. Confessori, right. who is also known as C.C. Banana. Right. Now, see, that's funny because now there's a trivia question for you. And, Alex, you know, you're a big Faster Pussycat fan, but you might know the answer. There was, if anybody out there, especially if you go to Metal Sludge, and uh, C.C. Banana was pretty well known. Now, obviously, Tony, like, Tony has passed away, but, I mean, he told me that there was only three people ever that wore the C.C. Banana costume. Do you know who they are? Uh, you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Here's the funniest thing. It was Tony, obviously. It was. It was you. Brett Musket from Faster Pussycat and me. I was the third. He yep. said that I was the only other one. And I'll tell you, that was a funny story. It was actually at the Kiss Expo. You guys played. Now, what year is that? 2008, probably. So the funny thing is, he was CC Banana. He would go around in a banana costume. But he's dressed in a banana <laughs> costume, and he, but he would talk like C.C. DeVille. Like, yeah. okay, so, uh, you know, hello. That's excellent. That voice yeah. is great. Man. Well, it was funny because he would do it, and he would ask these people, like, really funny questions, right? And the funny thing, so he called me, and I think you said you knew about this was the fact that he was going to come out as Maul Stanley, and he was actually going to be Darth Maul, but with, like, Paul Stanley-style makeup. Mm-hmm. And he calls me. He says, "I know you're coming up. Will you wear the CC banana costume and introduce me?" So I get in the. <laughs> I get there. I find him, 
And I get in the banana costume. And it's like, first of all, I'll tell you, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but, man, it smelled like an armpit. Yeah. It was awful. Because, I mean, I guess he probably can't just take that right to a dry cleaner because, obviously, it would have fallen apart. Can you wash my banana? <laughs> you know what? I said, I'm a big banana. So it's uh, the kind of thing where – and so here – the funny thing about that was – at that same expo that you guys played. Yeah. So I'm standing backstage with him. He's in the Mall Stanley costume. Here comes Bruce Kulick and Richie Rano. Now, I'm a huge Stars fan, obviously a huge fan of Bruce. I'm in this banana costume. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey, what's up? And they both look at me like, what the hell is this? It was so funny. But, uh, yeah, so that's, there's a little... And he history. used to do interviews like he would do uh, interviews, the right. stuttering John of, right. uh, of like rock and roll. Yeah, speaking of the Howard Stern reference, when you said about the, the stinky costume, I, think, I thought of y'all go to clown. And right. What that must smell like. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's, there's a little piece of trivia that somehow, it's all, see, it's all tied together. I may have that on video. You know what? I have it. Here's I may the, have videotaped it, that. I would love I to see it because the funny thing is now there. Here's another really obscure piece, and obviously we're running in the last half hour of the show. Here's some really obscure minutia in the podcast world. Was there was a kiss? It was called Kiss Cast, which you know was Bones and his brother did wow, a did man. a uh, podcast, yeah. and it was the funny thing. Here I'll go way off. This is deep for anybody who's paying attention. <laughs> they actually posted, if you go on the uh, the podcast iTunes, there's a review that says, it's taking you guys too long to make episodes. I'm going to start my own. And they started their own. And I should get them in here to tell those stories. Uh, Steve Smith, but my... Uh, Steve, right, Bones, yeah, Bones and his brother. Uh, D, I knew it was D Torn. And the, uh, but they started the Kiss Cast, and they have that footage. So I actually do have footage, and there's probably a good photo or two of me. But, yeah, if you can find that, it would be fantastic. So, uh you know, yeah, so there you go. It's it's all cosmic. It's all related. I started off the cosmic. show with that. It's cosmic, and this kind of stuff can happen to you also. I'm going to get it's some time if I do that Yes, yes, well, you know, we play the start. Don't say fate is involved in your lives, people. So talk about that. I mean, really, what were the kind of things you talked about when you did the uh, those conventions? And go, go into that. Well, uh, yeah, the live thought fault thing. Um, which later became known as that metal show. Um, right, is, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who said that? I didn't that? rob Did that you from you. That? Let me tell you Did something. Did I say that? What, Eddie? What? Ooh. I didn't rob that from you. Oh, okay. So anyway, um, yeah, we would talk about anything. I'd have a loose kind of script, and, um, you know, ahead of time would email these guys and say, you know, we're going to talk about one, two, three, four, five, and just take it from there. And the first one especially, you were in a second no, one, second actually, one. right? You were in a sequel. Yeah. He was in, like, the Jaws 2 of Kiss right, Thought. Right. I was running yes. cable for Loretta, actually, at that convention, <laughs> the, so I couldn't get And the get circle away. completes itself. So, uh, yeah, so we talked about, you know, at that time, that was 2000, and that was like, oh, Kiss is going to be gone forever. That was the farewell tour era. And I remember it really was a reflection of the times when, when Eddie Trunk said, Listen, people. He didn't say it quite close to Paul like I did. Just a smidgen, right? Did I this? sound like Paul a little bit? But what did he say? What did Eddie Trunk say? At Listen, that? everybody, it's over. It's not going to happen anymore. It's over. Eddie went on record on mic saying Kiss is totally, completely yeah, done. Studio, wow. <laughs> I'm going to get so killed for that. So, yeah, so it was really funny. Uh, you know, and, and people actually listened uh, to, to the live thought faults. It was cool. It was a little thing uh, that was a little different between the Q&As and stuff, and it, and it was a lot, a lot of fun. I mean, I was actually at that convention. Now, the funny thing is oh. that's one of those things that you find that you run across these people that I'm sure I had run across your paths. I watched that. I was at that 
you know, that that convention that year. I didn't know you guys, but I mean, it's, it's funny how everything's kind of tied together. <laughs> yeah. Those were the greatest. Those early conventions that were so much Cranberry? fun. That was in um, Rothman, Center. At Rothman Center, right? No, but not the last couple. No, but the no. one that the, the Thought Vault. Now, the one you played no. at was what was that? Was like the, uh, like the Crown Plaza. Right, yeah. Crown yeah, Plaza. That, right. the, that was where it originally Yes. Right. Not originally, but yeah, was, the third year, because it was in New York for the first I want to say, right? Alex just mentioned something. The very first one was. Tour, uh, toward South Jersey. Right. I went to it in 87. Right. Right? I, they, they rolled my crib in. I was inside my crib. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but I was at that one. That was cool. I got like, things were like 10 bucks. There right. was like the highest price for any Kiss thing back then. Uh, no, it wasn't. You it's know in my basement. It's a, a live two poster, and it has the original three guitar picks. And if my dad did not drop it and break the glass, I mm. would sell that son of a bitch. I paid one fifty for it. And one of the huge posts, those really the huge. Oh, Big see, that's, yeah, that's fringe. worth something. No, it's funny. That's I mean, that's a whole other show. When you think about those early days of the yeah. conventions, yeah. And the thing I think that really goes without you know, you almost can't go without saying it is the fact no internet. You know, you couldn't find this stuff in 1989 or whatever. You know, everything wasn't readily available. Yeah, you know, there was a separate room at that convention, you may recall, with like just a 20-inch color TV setup mm -hmm. running Largo 79 over yep. and over. Right. And people were going in there like it was a separate church right. connected to the expo and just watching this screen. So, Remember yeah. the, Before YouTube, I used to just like freak out at all the videos that they would be, be you know, playing. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw the black and white uh, Winterland footage. I was, like, mesmerized. I was just, like, standing in front of a TV screen. I remember that the convention had a ton of pieces of wood that were, like, glossed over shiny with the KISS logo and a clock on it. Okay, those, they, were, those were the clocks that Al Munson, God rest him, used to make, actually. And uh, he used to take all the little pictures, and he would form them. And that's how he got cancer, unfortunately. Was through working with the... Uh, hey, we died the, for the, our the products art. from that, but yeah. Mm. I did the Poughkeepsie one, too, with Bob Ross. See, it's funny. A lot of those conventions... Now, the Poughkeepsie one, wait a minute. Eric right. Carr was at that one, right? right? I did one and with video. Bob Rock. We picked wow. him up in Long Island. He stayed at a fan's house. A Bob Rock convention? No, Bob oh. Rock, the drummer. <laughs> the drummer oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. I thought the producer. When I, uh, I, wouldn't, played on my album. I wouldn't let anybody in the elevator. I'm like, oh, I'm your security. And then they took this color 8x10 off someone's table. He's like, can I have this? And he's like, hey, he's like, Alex, bro, my security. Anytime <laughs> you need anything. I actually drove Adam. Uh, Adam uh, West did the, no. There you go. <laughs> He did the uh, the Kiss convention in, in the first year of the Thought Vault, actually, and yes. I had to drive him back to his hotel after because we were promoting the Rockheads at that time. Wow! And uh, he was telling me about the um, the demos for Crazy Nights, how it was so much better than the other one. That's Doc McGee. Yes, telling Let's me see to who's shut on up. the line right now. Hey, it's Eileen. Hey, Eileen, what's up? How are you? Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey. Now you're a giant Paul Stanley fan, so it's the Paul Stanley birthday bash. You should be here. Alex brought some cake. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I. It's G-rated radio, so I can't say what I need to say. You gotta so. eat it like a piece of cake, right? That's what it comes down to, right? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Woo! How is it with one leg? Shut up! Yeah. If I had a dime for every time I heard that, I think I'd be a millionaire. I wouldn't even have to win the lottery. Well, there you yeah. go. So yeah. tell us, favorite Paul Stanley song? You know what it is. Yeah, I don't even think I need to say it. I think we let off the show with it, right? Yeah. Yes, he did, of nice. course. Yes, yes. There's so many, 
so many awesome Paul Stanley songs, but that's uh, that's the top of my charts personally. So, but I just want to call and wish everybody a happy New Year and uh, keep on rocking. The show is awesome. And yeah, uh, where's, my, where's my happy birthday? Have a good uh, one. Where's my happy? Yeah, birthday? Your yeah, birthday, right. happy Excuse birthday. To you is a day later than mine, isn't it? Yeah, you're fifth, yeah, and right. you and Ant are fifth, and I'm the sixth. That's oh, wild. happy birthday to you, then. So, no, yeah, actually, now, so. while, we're, while we're talking about that, it's funny. Now, I got Paul Stanley's In the Room here. What is your favorite Paul Stanley song to sing? Either Ron oh, or Paul? What do you think? Like, if you had to, like, when you're on stage doing it, exciter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a tough Or, I mean, what's your favorite one to sing? You could be uh, in the new Paul, the, the new Paul Stanley While well, Chris band. is thinking, well, I would say, um, uh, I go ahead. Well, it depends on, uh, you know, the particular show or my mood or if I feel like wow, you really can notes. get a word in edgewise with Chris, can you? Well, I asked him. <laughs> I was asked a question, I'm sorry. Oh, no. That's wow! I can't even do it because it's been so long. But Heaven's on Fire, probably. I would Heaven's have to say fire. Tears Are Falling. I, I, I just like that song, so it's just, Tears you know. Are Falling would be perfect because obviously it's supposed to rain tonight. I want everybody that's listening right now to the sound of my voice. Ron, put your, Ron's fin- favorite your windshield wipers in front of your yeah. eyes and everybody Come do on that right now. Come on and love me. Yes. Great one. That's, that's fantastic. One. Come on and drug me. Oh, no. that's Bill Collins. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Alex going below the belt literally for his love gun. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I want to give a shout out to my girls, to Kat and to um, Candy. Woo! Hey, Shout out to those girls and a shout out to my new friend on Facebook, Ira. Thank you, Ira. I appreciate that. Well, now Woo. look, what do you think the chances are you can go to the event in August? Um, come hell or high water. Can I say hell? I can say hell. Oh, right? hell. Oh, there's a Paul song right there. We're all going to hell anyway. That's Gene's song. So, yeah, exactly. Crazy I, well, nights. It all sounds I like Paul's song. I plan on it. Actually, it's a I plan deal on it. I need a break. That main riff. <laughs> Very deep. Sounds like fun. All right, well, yeah. thanks for calling in. We appreciate that. Thank you. Have, I, you guys have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, Alan. See ya. Bye. Bye. Meet you in the kiss room. Meet you in the kiss room. Now, who's calling in? Who's on the line? Far from beyond the hey, it's Marty. Marty, how are you, Pat? Hey, winner, winner, Marty. Italian day. Marty with Marty. Back in What's New York room. What's going on, buddy? What's up, Matt? What's up, Alex? What's up, Chris? What's up, hey. everyone? Hey. Hey. All right, so tell us why we got you on the spot. You're calling in from New York City. Tell us, what's your favorite Paul Stanley song to sing? Oh, my fan? Uh, oh, wow. Um, to sing? Well, I really, I really don't... You know what, because I'm really into Sinatra um, when I'm in the shower, but uh, New York, New uh, York. I would say Heaven's on Fire. Well, you know, you, if, you, if you're doing Sinatra, you could sing My Way, but the Kiss version. Where's, where's Ken? She did it my way. <laughs> she did it my way. Heaven's my on Fire. It's actually a song. Anybody that knows uh, on the podcast, uh, <laughs> Ken did that. It's really funny, so. Hey, Matt, I, um. I got something uh, that I discussed with you a while ago, uh, and I don't want to say it for over the, the the kiss room, but I'll let you do it when I mail it to you uh, this coming week. It's something big for you to give away uh, wow. whenever you want to. So, cool. Uh, when the show's over, I'll let you win a winner chicken dinner, and we didn't have one yet. Italian dinner. Well, you, know, what you're doing. you know, it's funny. When I got you, I'll give you a big shout-out to the fact that, you know, Anybody that was here for the Alive 75 show, we gave away a guitar during our Kiss Hunger Goodbye event. And, you know, I know uh, my friend Rich Morris and his son won it. 
They autographed it. Marty, you were the one that donated yeah. that. It was fantastic. So I really appreciate that. I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you a really funny story. His dad sends me a text says he's worried about playing it because the Alive 75 autographs are going to wear off. And I said, you know, keep playing the guitar and people are going to want your autographs. I said, I could probably get them to sign more stuff for you. <laughs> put some, put some, uh, put some sealant over the guitar. No, hey, listen, if, if I can donate to make people happy and, and give to others, that's what it's about, right? Amen. I, Amen. That's what the Kiss Room's about and what Kiss Nation and Kiss Army and everything's about, man. Yes, but uh, <coughs> just want you to know that, you know, I, I know you, all you guys prepare and Matt, you write the show and, and everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm probably saying it for everybody that's listening. Thanks for everything that you do to make the show. Well, you yeah. know, speaking of Kiss Nation, I want to thank Pasquale Vary who uh, put together yeah. that awesome video when he came down here, yeah. you know, in November, and he put together a killer video that really goes behind the scenes. You see, like, like almost an hour of footage and everything from when he was here. Really fantastic stuff. So it's uh, I'm gonna give a shout out yeah. to him too. So. What's up, Pasquale? Hey, before before I uh, I jam because I got to go and do some errands and I and I got you in on TuneIn Radio. I want to give a shout-out to Alex, man. I love his uh, Facebook post, This Day in Alex Rock History. He Why actually is just he's walking back. Keep it up. He's just coming back in the studio. He's shout-out, you know. Say thanks. Alex, you're being praised. You're, you're missing it. Hey, guys, Matt. Thanks, uh, pal. Chris, everybody. Hey, can I ask you guys something? Did you guys like the uh, kiss, the ace pictures I took over in New Hope, PA? Fantastic stuff. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, I wanted to come up to you when you uh, when you came into the into the uh, Havana's, but I, I was in my spot for three hours, and I know if I if I moved, I wasn't going to get that spot, and I wanted to get the the great pictures to share to everybody. So, I was there before Marty. No, I wound up in no, the back on line. He was right up in the front against the stage. He was waiting by the stage like it was a full time yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. That, well, no disrespect to you, Matt. I, you know, I would have came up and gave you a big hug. <laughs> Woo! Thanks, right, pal. Guys. Talk to you later. Hey, love you. See you, buddy. Bye. just said he says i knew chris would say heaven's on fire because he says the first time i met him before the kiss army protest in cleveland he says he this he's hearing this guy belting it out and he turns and says who is this he's oh hi i'm chris giordano (laughs) 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 and you know now it's been i've I've been doing like i'm in 70s mode now so for me to go do something like that it's like i gotta relearn it almost it's like you know the muscle memory has got to come back all right now i'm gonna put you on the spot for a second the last time we were live we were waiting for you to get here. You didn't get here. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then your show was canceled. So, like, what's well, going on with Kisteria? Can well, we... typ- you know, like typical Ace. You know, our Ace had the flu at the oh. at, at the eleventh hour, and um, you know, if it wasn't just like uh, a typical cold, so we didn't want to risk uh, contaminating the whole building. So we basically had to pull out at the last minute. That's crazy. You know, it, it stinks. Um, and, but. You know, this could be a busy year. A lot of interesting things might happen. So, hey, you know, when I, I find so. out, you will too. 2016 will be a good year for everybody, I hope. It's already kind of been off to a rough start. Yeah. But we hope for the best, right? So it's, uh, you know, and we keep, we'll keep you posted. So. 2015 was a real... Certainly a lot of bad news uh, everywhere. You turn, you know, on the, on the news itself what? and with people uh, passing right. and... 
So, yeah, we need a bigger and better and brighter 2016. Now, you guys are sidebarring over there. What do you want to say? <laughs> Byron, you were saying something about Swampland in New Jersey? <laughs> Actually, well, because there is some history between him and I, because uh, oh. that's where we met. Oh. Was through uh, a Kiss tribute band that we had. It was a non-makeup band. Were you Stray- in the back seat of that car? <laughs> Just check. He was, needed that, the that money. Was secret, oh. Was oh. Hey, let me tell you something. Right. Okay, wait. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get off the PG mode if I do that impression. Um, we had a band called Strange Ways. And, well, Byron uh, is saying, kind of like my Kiss tribute college. <laughs> was joining a no-makeup tribute with Byron in right? the 90s yes. called Strange Ways. And we would play anything. We'd be like, all right, we're doing the, the uh, Gene vocal version of It's My Life, the mm-hmm. demo for Creatures. We're doing it next week. And we'd be learning stuff like that. And I think it, it made me a better player, and it actually gave me a, a much greater appreciation for Kiss music, too. reason why I bring it up, because uh, March is actually 20 years. Why do you bring it up? Wow. Oh, oh. Fantastic. Look at it. To throw back, my favorite Paul Stanley song was when we did I'm a Legend Tonight. Nice. And he sang that. That's so, wow. Thank I give him a little pop. Now, what's the question? <laughs> the question of that is: there a recording of that? Like, no. You get the unfinished business version. There is no bootleg wow. footage. Ah, it's bootlegging. It's bootlegging. I love it. We do have a Strange Ways page secretly on Facebook, and uh, so you know, there there might be some video footage. Eventually. I think that stuff can get shared in the kiss room. You know, while point, we're yeah. while we're thinking about things, we were talking about some of the things that happen at the end of the year. I'm going to give a shout-out to Pods and Sods. I don't know if anybody, uh, obviously, Eric if those Miller. guys are listening. Yeah. But awesome. uh, Eric Miller, Craig Smith, they did the 12 Days of Kissness, Kissmas Part 2. So for 12 days, they went through every album. And you know what? It was fantastic. And you know what? The funny thing is, it's one of those things. Every day, you could download a new episode, and every day you were tuned in. And I, they did a great job. And if you just check out the uh, the graphics that they created, Amazing stuff. It was really, it was just fantastic. And I really give a shout out to those guys. Really, shout out to all our podcasts. I was just on the hey, latest uh, podcast, Rock City. That was Matt, a blast. I too. had a great time at the uh, Live 75 show. Will that be a yearly event? You know what? Uh, I would love if we could do stuff like that here all the time. It was really, I give a shout out to Brent Woods, who's the, the director of the Lively Arts. He took, you know, a risk on my. I really wanted it to happen here, and he was nice enough to back it. And I think, as a point of trivia, it was your first time, your first show, so that was nice. And yeah, you know, yeah. so of course, Kiss fans, if you were here, obviously, Kiss fans like to see either the first or the last of something. So it's uh, you know that was that's a good you know piece I thought of trivia. We could have filled it a little more. Hey, you I mean, know, was all sad. my friends were here, and uh, that's really all that matters. You don't that's worry about true. who doesn't come; here. you only worry about who's here because we all had a great time. It was it was I think that was a fantastic way to kind of round right. out the year. And I gave. Lydia Chris, uh, Peter Chris M&M's. That's right. That's right. When she was here. Yeah, obviously, if anybody's tuned in, if you didn't listen to those episodes from November 21st, we saluted the entire KISS Army with J.R. Smalling and Len D'Alessio and Lydia Chris and a ton of people in the studio, and the Alive 75 show was fantastic. Big shout-out, especially Anthony. Anthony was the one who originally cold-called. Anthony DeLucia is the gene, and when I saw you guys at Sherman Theater, he actually breathed fire live, which was fantastic, something we couldn't do here. But yeah, it was uh, it was great, and I, and I it's funny. My friend John Wells snapped some really great photos, and there was a photo of me up on the stage, and I say it was my 15 minutes of being a rock star, <laughs> where I got to be up there and introduce everybody and have that blue light on the back of your hair, where you look cool, and I never look cool, so it was kind of nice. And I mean, really, I'll tell you that was one of the moments where when you get to be on stage, when Jr. does that, you wanted the best, you got it. 
you know, we always talk about, like, if you were, like, a 10-year-old, like, a 10-year-old Matt, to think that I could be on the side of the stage while he's cutting that live, that's pretty, pretty How damn about fantastic. your kids today, Dick? You know what, Madison really liked the show, that she was here for it. Um, obviously, you know, she listens to a lot of Kiss, because I listen to a lot of Kiss. But the, you know, yeah, she had a great time. It's fun. I mean, that's the fun thing. It was so much, uh, it's just so much excitement. And then everybody really dug it. You guys really put on a great show that was, when yeah. it was here. You know, yeah. and that, that was a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, we're talking a lot about Paul Stanley and, and Kiss. And, and I think one of the themes that kind of emerged out of this show is how it ties everybody together. It's, you know, how we know half of the people that we know. And people are going back in time, and they say, man, I knew you 20 years ago because of this convention. You go, 20 years? How can we all look so young? Do you guys got any more shows coming up? Yeah. Uh, thanks mostly to the indefatigable efforts. And that's a big word, like gymnasium. <laughs> uh, efforts of Anthony DeLucia. There's a whole uh, there's a, bu- a slew of shows booked already, and there's more in the pipeline. The next one is uh, February 6th, out in Amityville. Ooh. New York. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that night's really cool. That we're seems with a, like a Halloween night show to me. That's going to be one of those in-your-face type shows. Uh, we're taking anything we can squeeze into the place uh, as we are playing on a bill with other bands, A, and it's a smaller type of venue for us, B. But we're really looking forward to it. Wow, that sounds fantastic. Now, it's funny. I think February 6th, the reason why it's sticking in my mind, we got a Paul McCartney tribute band coming in here. It's the Paul McCartney years here at Monco. Wow. If anybody who's still listening, you want to come see a cool show, I'm going to be here that night. I think we're doing an interview with him, and uh, they do the whole uh, McCartney air. I think a little more wings and wow. things like that. I'm excited right. about it. Oh, is that a Friday, Matt? It's a, I, I think it's a Saturday. And you know what? The uh, Obviously, if you go to mc3.edu, okay. search out Lively Arts, and you're going to find uh, they do all kind of like things. Cards. The fact that they backed that Alive 75 show brought I know a blonde that lives in my apartment that would love that. <laughs> Let me tell you. See? Now, here's the thing. Everybody you know, if you're listening, you can come to Montgomery County Community College for cool music shows. You can learn something. We got classes yeah. starting next Wednesday. It's fantastic. And you can teach old dogs new tricks. You know? Huff, <laughs> exactly. Huff, That's huff, what we like. So, so, yeah, it's a so lot of fun Ron, with you that. So, you Ron, you guys got all the dates listed on your website? Absolutely. Uh, just go to Alive 75 on Facebook and or Alive75.com. It's like being there. That's fantastic. A shout out to your group. Everybody in it was great. We had so much fun. Oh, thank you. Show. Thank you. The, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, definitely fun with that. And obviously, uh, we're thinking about all those things happening in the new year. We're back next month. I think Eric Tato Rock's car is going to be here. Rock and Roll Over is going to be back. I think it's going to be February 12th. So that means we'll have our Valentines. I think they're even going to play some Kiss Love songs for everybody out there. We'll get them set up live here in the studio if we can. Look at that. A little bit of kissing, a little bit of smooching. Wherever you are with your loved ones listening to the Kiss. And uh, Matt, that. for people in the area, I believe your brother's playing in the Northeast tonight. Clashing Plaid, if you're listening live, Clashing Plaid's playing. I believe it's Bull Shooters, and I can say that. That's, you know, on the air. You're allowed to say that. But uh, there's actually also, if you're if you're th- listening this far into the show, I really appreciate it. If you go to ClashingPlaid.com, they just dropped a brand new music video for the hit single called Go. And obviously, uh, yes, I made that video. So awesome can, video. Uh, hey, thank you very much. You know, I, there's more to life than Kiss. I'm not sure what it is, but sometimes there's more. Philly Beer Fest tomorrow, well, tonight and tomorrow, (laughs) down at the uh, convention center. Thousand breweries there. Have a blast. That sounds like fun. (laughs) So I'll tell you what, I guess really we got any last minute. We'll go around the room. We got Paul Stanley, birthday bash, coming to a close. We're wrapping up. Happy birthday to the star child. Yeah. Now, look, 
Alex has just pulled out a lighter. I think he's going to light the cake. We'll put that on Periscope. Everybody will follow us on Periscope. I want to thank Ken Mills for calling in. Javier just posted. I posted a picture of me in that banana costume. He says, uh, L-M-A-O, great pics. Uh, That's if you want to see when I was dressed as a big banana. That's in the Kiss Room on Facebook. Look, I want to thank everybody who tuned in. Obviously, I want to thank everybody who called in. Thanks to Ian for calling in. Thanks to Ken. Thanks to Eileen. Thanks to Ira. We're going to get Ira a new phone next time he calls in. It'll be fantastic. We're all going to meet out in Ohio. That We're going to put that on our calendars now. I'm now opening up a card that was presented to me from Alex Richter. Everybody's opening their presents. See, the, the party never stops when you're in the kiss room. Any last-minute comments for your At your, your age, playing dead gets a lot less funny. I just want to thank everybody. It's a great show, great time. And, uh, hey, I'll if I'm not on it, I'm I listening birthday also. Cake. And the birthday cake. Wait a minute. Hold off. Where's the, the, the camera? Council. Ready? You got, okay, you got ready? Hold on one second. Uh-oh. Ready? For those of you at home, it's Uh-oh. a beautifully Alex, baked cake. It's adorned. And on it, it says... Bring out that cake! Like, like Ace says in Japan. Poison <laughs> cake! Hot Hero Sandwich, 1979. Okay. Byron, any last minute thoughts? Uh, yeah, just wanted to actually... If I could give, could I give a plug? Absolutely. Uh, I'd like to actually give a plug to my band. Don't plug anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Intent is the name of the band. You can find us on Facebook. That's my band now, currently... Uh, we do a lot of Kiss covers. We've got three hardcore old school Kiss fans here with us. And thanks for having me on, Matt. I appreciate it. So now, it. Yeah. with that awesome. in mind, you could bring them in here. Are they local? Mm, some of them are. So maybe you get them in here into the Kiss room. Obviously, maybe we get even in here to play. You never know. Never know. That'd be fun. We always love that kind of stuff. So obviously, go to thekissroom.com, get the dates of the next show. You're going to submit your demos. Alex, any last minute thing you want to say? Just a shout-out to my boy Dave Snowden and his wife and uh, Tony DeVille. Absolutely. Hey, great Alex, people. we got some happy candles on there. That's all I'm saying. Bobby, any last words? <laughs> New album, 2016, coming out. Nice. Watch that. I want to thank my brother, Anthony Porter. I want to thank my wife, Amy Porter. We're just about out of time. Obviously, I think next week there's going to be a new podcast, which is going to be uh, the part two of our Carnival of Souls roundtable. So that's always All fun, right, too. Chris, so lots of good things going out. on. Love Chris it. is going to blow out some candles. We're going to give the last word All to right, Ken here Mills. Oh, You're here in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. Get that low power. Wait. Yeah. Now, look, I hit the wrong track. See, that's, I'm getting, oh my I'm getting all myself all yeah. That's right, we'll cover. Fairy tales can, can come, come true. It can happen to you when you're young and hard. Love you, people. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the Friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. We're a scene man. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Havnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week, me and my crew will bring you the KISS news of the week. Look at us as kind of a KISS version of Meet the Press, your source for KISS news every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. 
All right, KISS Army. Since 2007, you've been getting PodKissed, the KISS audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your PodKissed. Every month, the PodKissed crew, along with the KISS room, brings you KISS talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great KISS fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're to PodKissed. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkiss. The Podkiss, the Kiss audio fanzine for your ears. History Science Theater, the most civilized. Yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> oh, f- <laughs> come on. Respectful. Just imagine Gene it's with like, like a with like a washtub bass. Boom, 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 boom. And serious. No wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're gonna come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss podcast on the web. History science theater. We bust balls because we can. Hey everybody, I'm Aaron and I'm Chris and we're from the Decibel Geek podcast. And if you love this. You'll love us. That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll, and it's always free. Hey, I'm Dr. F***. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, Check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. You have been one hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? I'll tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally... You better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last-minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'll be weird. Well, that about wraps this up, folks. I've had a real good time tonight. Even Disney World has to close. Good things do come to an end. But I want you to know something. I've had a really great time. You? Good time. You? Yeah. We've had a real good time. Now, listen. Life is as good as you make it, so you make sure you make it good. And I'm going to see you real soon. Goodbye.